Hi, and welcome to Mr. O's Sideways View, a blog and podcast dedicated to all those folks who aren't me. And I've noticed a surprisingly large number of people who aren't. Hmm. Anyway, I'm Mr. O, and it's time to take another sideways view at our crazy world. I hate my life. The biggest problem with this is I don't have a bad life. I hate my life because things are okay, but I want more. Does that make any sense? No, of course it doesn't. I'm just being a spoiled American who can't deal with what I have. We're a weird lot, aren't we? Perhaps I should start again. I hate what my life has become. That's better. It could be so easy if I stopped trying to make it better. I could have ignored my children and let them run amok like parents of old. But no, I trained them to be polite and individuals so they could do well in the world. I also could have been lazy, unemployed, swilling beer and collecting government payments. Sadly, I got a job to use my talents and support my family. Hold it! Did I just say I hate my life because I'm a good, responsible person? A rethink may be in order. Take three. I suppose I really don't hate my life as much as I hate myself for making my life so much more complicated. Well now, that's an interesting way to look at it. I'm such a complicated person that I keep doing more and more stuff to make the world a better place. If I keep talking like this, I'm going to get a swelled head, so I'd better come to the point. It all starts with my job. My company doesn't make anything. It makes processes other companies use to make things. Say you want to make a kafutz. You would come to my company with your kafutz procedures and ask them to create machines and policies designed for kafutz mass production. We have the resources to do that. My job in the kafutz procedure is to interface between the engineers and customers. In short, it means I tell the engineers the stupid customers want it all and want it yesterday. Then I tell the customers the idiot engineers can't do what they want. Whose side am I on? Whoever I'm talking to, that's who. Duh, I'm no dummy. Either way, for this I make the big bucks. All this has given me delusions of grandeur. It seems I have begun to see myself as being on both teams. Worse, I somehow think I'm able to play both of their parts at the same time. Thus the reason I purchased a 3D printer. I felt I could design stuff, use the printer to engineer that stuff, and sell said stuff for a profit. In essence, for all my looking at the world as the middleman, I've decided I don't need the middleman. This is bad all around. When I think like the customer, I'm the idiot engineer who can't do anything. Contrary-wise, when I'm acting the engineer, I'm the stupid customer who wants it all. In simple terms, no matter how I look at my life, I hate myself. Then disaster struck. My 3D printer broke down. Both sides of me wanted the hide of the other and were blaming them for the work stoppage. Do you know how hard it is to negotiate with the other side when you can essentially read the other's mind? I was so angry I didn't talk to myself for weeks. It took my wife stepping in as arbitrator just to get both sides back on track. In other words, she yelled and I listened. Now you must remember, I bought my printer two years ago, and even then it was on clearance. So I've been working with old technology, but it was my old technology and I knew how to use it. 
it all ended up just like my kids. I knew how to change diapers and soothe them when they were babies. Then they turned into teenagers and I'm stuck, not having a whole new skill set. I'm clueless about what to do. Of course, they're clueless as well, so it all works out. But I digress. Anyway, I went to the store and asked for a new printer and was accosted with a million questions I couldn't answer. All I could do was look like an idiot and say, uh, I want a cheap one. Sadly, even the cheap one had four models to choose from. The guy asked if I wanted to stay in the same family. I thought about some of my weirder relations and almost said I'd change families. Then I remembered strange people give the best Christmas presents. I said I'd stick with the family I had. He asked if I would like to take a step up. I looked at the goofy looking box in front of me, decided it really wouldn't support my weight and said no. He asked if I wanted open or enclosed. I was completely confused and asked what was the difference. He told me an open one had a bigger table. I said I didn't need a table. I already had a desk to put it on. He said the table was part of the machine. I was indignant. My wife would kill me if I came home with more furniture and didn't ask her. Finally, I swallowed my pride and asked if they had someone who spoke old person. I was told to speak to Paul. He asked sensible questions like when I graduated high school, if I was a dog or cat person, and if I knew which short cartoon Bugs Bunny first appeared in. By the way, it's A Wild Hair, released in 1940 and directed by Tex Avery. These are questions I can answer. Paul took all this information to heart, thought for a moment, picked a certain model and proclaimed, this is the one you want, man. I bought it happily, took it home with pride, put it together with confidence, and broke it within the first half hour. Regrettably, it didn't come with paperwork, except for the warranty information, which was written in Chinese, and a bunch of stickers proclaiming, I am a maker. They were misinformed. I am a destroyer. I returned it to the store and asked to speak to Paul. He wasn't there. Another gentleman told me what I did wrong. I needed to go to YouTube.com and watch the videos the Chinese card told me to. He gave me a new printer and sent me on my way with a list of videos. I watched. The programs were just two hands happily doing the right thing. Unfortunately, these hands were much younger than mine and moving fast. I got some of the content, but still broke the second one within a week. Eventually, between the speed of the videos and the slowness of my brain, I destroyed six printers of two different models. They kept taking them back and giving me new ones. Eventually, we made a deal. They'd give me printers, and if I couldn't destroy them in a week, they'd contact the manufacturers and give the thumbs up. I may not be the maker I wanted, but I make a great QC engineer. You see? Everything always works out. Eventually. Thanks for listening, and I hope you laughed a lot. Stop by anytime. Open 24-7 for your smiling convenience. If you liked it, push like or share it with a friend. If you missed an episode, you can hear Mr. O on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Remember to subscribe so you won't miss it again. If you'd like, you can send me an email at ossidewaysview at gmail.com. That's O-H-H-S, sidewaysview at gmail.com. And remember what I always say, laugh now. You can be crabby anytime.